Greetings. Welcome to a new episode of the Seriously Planning Podcast. This episode is a conversation with a very special guest, my dad, about Urdu poetry. This is a conversation that I really enjoyed. We spoke about favorite poems, about the beauty of pens, about the challenges of trying to get second language books in the library system, about letter writing, about so much more. And I'm really excited to share this podcast episode with you. Um, Just a heads up, there is a few audio issues in the first half of the podcast. Um, Nothing too major. You can still hear us, but um, all the sounds of a house in COVID times. And the second half is a lot cleaner and clearer. So um, yeah, stick around for that half. Um, This is the first time I've had a guest on on the podcast. And so Love to know what you think and if you want more conversation. So do leave a comment, share, subscribe, um, and let me know what you think. Take care. Assalamualaikum, uh, Abu. Thank you for coming, agreeing to do this podcast. I know you were saying today that like you're not sure what I'm going to ask, but you're uh, ready to come. So uh, the reason I wanted to interview is because some of my favorite childhood and teenage and memories of my 20s are like you reading poetry to us and uh, reading books to us out loud. And I think it was only later that I realized that actually... I don't really know how to read out loud, but I didn't realize that because I've just heard you read out loud to us the whole time. And so today I wanted to speak to you and like learn more about your love of literature and poetry. So when did you start reading poetry? Okay, first of all, walaikum as And it's a really pleasure to talk to you one-to-one about the Urdu poetry. It's not only poetry. Actually, if I take you back for a little while, you know, a little back uh, for my childhood, most things happened actually when my parents moved from India, Gujarat. And uh, th- those days, everybody was speaking our mother tongue, which is Meman, which is uh, inherited from the Indian province of Gujarat. As far as I remember in my childhood, my dad always wanted me to speak proper Urdu as a kid as well. Now, how to do that? Because that time the culture was mostly in Pakistan that most schools were Urdu medium or Gujarati medium. Mm-hmm. They teach in Gujarati or in Urdu. And because this Karachi located in the province of Sindh, so the Sindhi medium. So I started school in a, a Urdu medium. Though that time it was there's so many uh, English medium schools available, but those days it was considered as an elite class mm-hmm. schools, which beyond our reach that time. So once I start Urdu medium school, then my dad always emphasized me to talk in Urdu. I was surprised that why everybody's talking in our mother tongue, Maiman, and why I just try to speak in Urdu. But he says, no, you speak in Urdu, I want you to speak proper Urdu. Luckily, when I start my first elementary school, they chose me because in the morning, what, what was happening in the school, there were morning prayers. Mm-hmm. We call it assembly. All kids get together and few kids in assembly pray, start praying some dua or something before starting school. So the school headmaster chosen me for this reading the prayers. And he gave me the poetry of Iqbal mm-hmm. to recite. I was a kid, I didn't understand Iqbal or anything. I just memorized the whole thing. And uh, I still remember that first I was introduced to Iqbal with the poetry 
लग पे आती है दुआ बन के तमन्ना मेरी जिंदगी शमा की सूरत हो खुदाया मेरी सो वी यूज टू सिंग लाइक तमन्ना मेरी जिंदगी शमा की सूरत हो खुदाया मेरी दूर दुनिया का मेरे दम से अंधेरा हो जाए हर जगह मेरे चमकने से उजाला हो जाए सो दिस कम दिस वाज जस्ट बिकम अ डिफॉल्ट इन माय माइंड दैट आई हैव टू स्पीक उर्दू मोस्ट ऑफ द टाइम एज आई वाज ग्रोइंग व्हेन आई स्टार्ट प्राइमरी देन गोइंग टू सेकेंडरी स्कूल लकीली आई गॉट वेरी गुड टीचर्स सच अ गुड टीचर्स दैट दे एक्सप्लेन टू मी द पोएट्री विद विद अ डीप मीनिंग्स यू नो Yeah. It's really attracting us. Wow. What was it that attracted you? Yeah, the, when I was before it was when I was reading the poetry, I was just looking at the words, which hardly make any sense to me. But I used the, I say, oh, the the words sound very beautiful. You know? Right. It's very, very delicate thing, you know, compared to my own mother tongue language. I say, oh, they, this very expressive thing. And, but when my teacher explained to me that. the meaning of the real poetry behind this everything then is new door open to me mm. it's completely different vision and that forced me to or explore more deeper and more better version of the different poets not only iqbal then i was trying to read faiz ahmed faiz ahmed faraz habib jalib there are so many others mm. and as i was reading more and more us realized that oh my god there's so much wisdom in this short poetry sir right and it really attract me to the urdu poetry yeah oh jazakallah for sharing that and and i really love it when you speak urdu so i know you're uh, you are bilingual or trilingual or i don't know how many lingual you are but uh, feel free to like answer any of the questions in urdu as well um and so how old were you when you like when you had that teacher and um i think that time when i met a very good teacher uh if i was i was around 13 or 14 mm. yeah yeah 14 about and so what is it about poetry because you're not a fiction reader i've never really seen you read novels but you really um love poetry as you were saying for its meanings and the wisdom in the short forms and so what is it that what is it that is it what is it about poetry that's made it something that not just as a student is it because you've just found that you keep getting wisdom and inspiration from these poems yeah actually i was i read a lot of fiction as well but not novels actually mostly in fiction my interest was self help type of things mm-hmm. or some light reading because i never liked reading about the politics or religious things mm-hmm. because there are so many version and so many visions that always confuse me mm-hmm. so i just stick to the very light material so so yeah i was just uh, reading a lot of books with a different self help book and other books and in the good urdu writers Uh, I remember the writer like Bushra Rahman, Ibn Insha, Ibrahim Jalis, Zaid Bukhari, 
So this there were I read a few books, but the poetry interact actually interested me. The reason was I noticed that for a small sentence, very small verses, it described the the meanings of the full page of fiction. Mm. Like my Baba used to whenever I talk about something. My Baba, I mean my dad. I always call him Baba. I never call him dad or father or Abu. Abu or anything. Always call him Baba. So I just mention him as a Baba. So he used to whenever I talk about some uh, difficulties, everything. So he used to give me the poetry of Iqbal. He says his famous verses always say. Iqbal. Uh, he says. खुदी को कर बुलंद इतना खुदी को कर बुलंद इतना कि हर तकदीर से पहले खुदा बंदे से खुद पूछे बता तेरी रजा क्या है सो दिस वाज अ रिस्टिक माई से वाओ आई डेंट नो पोइट्री एक्चुअली ही लव उर्दू ही वाज नॉट क्वालिफाइड सच ए वे दैट ही नोज उर्दू मच बट ही ऑलवेज वॉन्ट मी टू स्पीक प्रॉपर उर्दू proper accent and should know where to stop or to do. so that's how i created mm and that that like that verse about um that you just recited like that i remember as a kid you like that lapeate dua and that verse like you recited to us so much and like when we're going through different school experiences you recited like it, it was a big part of your like parenting as a dad is like you shared poetry with us you read to us you um is is that from because like papa was doing it with you and then you wanted to share with us or um how come it was such a big part of your yeah, being actually, a dad uh, yeah yeah you're right actually papa showed me some guideline that you know some if if you are observant and somebody show you the guideline then it's easy to follow the pattern and then you find your interest in the same patterns most of the time uh when papa sh- introduced me this poetries then i searched myself in same line and i was surprised to see that there are many so many other poets they're talking about same thing in a different manner and in a more delicate manner as well you know as you grow your taste also change first and because in pakistan they always call it iqbal is the poet of the nation everything so So I was always reading Iqbal, Iqbal. But then, as I was growing, I started reading other poets, and I was surprised to see that so many good poetry available and with the meaning of life. Because when I was looking at other around my colleagues or class fellows, they mostly interested in the poetry which is talking about love, and you also like that poetry too. <laughs> yeah, I like love, but there should be some meaning to it as well. but not only praising your beloved all the time mm. but there should be some meaning towards the life as well yeah but in this way for example later on in my life i started right liking ahmed faraz mm-hmm. his poetry i really liked it fazmat faz is the one yeah it was actually in 19 pronounced in early 60s when i read uh, fazmat faz poetry मुझ से पहली सी मोहब्बत मेरे महबूब नमाम इट्स रियली गॉट माई अटेंशन से वाह व्हाट व्हाट गॉट योर अटेंशन अबाउट द फॉर्म 
the way he explained his love and then the what happened as the time passed by mm-hmm. that realities change yeah so love is not same as he started and then his look around his everywhere the so many things are happening war hunger famine so this so this other part of the life as well it's not only the love you look at yeah so there's so many things i said wow he really com- compare both things such a beautifully uh, i was very amazed very impressed mm and then so as a like i remember when i was younger and you would like sit with us with like the alphabet books and you would and i think like with me and um my sister and and i remember being quite resistant um but how is it like i guess trying to share the language with us and us like i think we all have a love for poetry but we don't have the same uh like speaking ability or we've like grown up differently was that like strange for you that this is something so important to me and no we, just, we don't we don't have the same quite connection to it yeah, the reason is not your fault uh, it's something lacking on my side as well the reason is because we moved different countries when you were young and uh, when you go to the different country most first thing your priority is to establish yourself and uh, for other things so somehow you uh, forget about this thing in parenting that the thing which you're holding to yourself you better transfer that thing to your kids yeah i was holding too long to everything to myself and i just as better admit that i completely ignored that thing that i better task me this thing towards my generation but somehow afterward when i realize i start talking to all all of my kids mm. in urdu in poetry and alhamdulillah at least they understand and i think shaista and kashif they speak pretty fun. good yeah they speak yeah. pretty well yeah yeah um and so how is like you've talked about kind of poetry is like it has all these meanings in it um and how how is it kind of like how has poetry helped you like has it helped you find more joy or if you're have there been times when you're going through something difficult and you've like turned to poetry and it's helped you like go through those experiences yeah poetry actually you know i always believe you know everybody should have some hobbies mm-hmm. because day to day life is so hectic and so challenging that if you don't have any hobbies you are completely become a machine so poetry most of the time give me this escape route you know to to explore something which is always in my mind but i can't describe in words mm-hmm. so with the poetry i was it was giving me some words to, to of my own to how to say something in a different way but in the same beautiful manner mm-hmm. reading a poetry by bashir badar uh, this is a new poet for me but uh, his poetry is really uh, really touched uh, my heart actually that recently i was reading one uh, his uh, poet which is really caught my attention he says गुफ्तगु उनसे रोज होती है गुफ्तगु उनसे रोज होती है मुद्दतों सामना नहीं होता 
It's beautiful. I mean, that I talk to them every day, but I never meet them. So it's, it's a really delicate line there. You know? Guftugu unse roz hoti hai, muddaton samna nahi hota. Then he said, ji bohat chahata hai, sach bole. Ji bohat chahata hai, sach bole. Kya kare, hausla nahi hota. Then again he says, Raat ka intizar kaun kare? Raat ka intizar kaun kare? Aaj kal din mein kya nahi hota? So I mean, this is a beautiful line, but if you just explore these words, I mean, so I can write several pages of essay on this, these thoughts, you know, so many things. Like again, one side, somewhere he says, वो शाख वो शाख है न फूल अगर तितलियां न हो वो शाख है न फूल अगर तितलियां न हो वो घर भी कोई घर है जिसमें बच्चियां न हो और सॉरी वो घर भी कोई घर है जहां बच्चियां न हो एंड अदर एरिया ही सेज दैट इसी शहर में कई साल से मेरे इसी शहर में कई साल से मेरे कुछ करीब अजीज हैं इसी शहर में कई साल से मेरे कुछ करीबी अजीज हैं इन्हें मेरी कोई खबर नहीं मुझे उनका कोई पता नहीं सो दिस टाइप ऑफ पोइट्री रियली आई मीन कैच माई आई मीन एंड सो देवन टाइम्स वेन यूर लाइक यूर स्ट्रगलिंग say how you feel and you've like read a poem and it's been like actually this is yeah how i feel yeah that's true yeah 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 yeah, yeah that's um and i know like when i was younger like even our birthday cards or things you would write kind of poetry or a message or something um and one of the things i know you really like is you like reading poetry out loud and we've had a chance to hear you read some poems out loud today as well um and you you like the way people recite and the power that they have with their voice and i remember like we'd watch dramas or we'd read poems and you would say like look at the way they're saying that word they're pausing you need yeah. to have a rhythm and a flow in how you speak so um what do you find do you find you get a different meaning when you hear a poem versus when you read a poem yeah actually when i read again and again it's give me different and different meanings all the time and about this sound thing you know it's very surprising for me my papa or my dad <laughs> always tell me look in urdu the beauty is this you take some pause and look at the words what every word is have its own uh, qualities some words are hard some are very soft so when the soft one comes you speak softly when the hard become so it then it uh, it give you effect of the proper urdu mm-hmm. so i was asking my dad mostly you know how you know that because this is thing he says i noticed this thing mostly watching movies by dilip kumar mm-hmm. that how he how softly he speaks and how he narrates all dialogues and very clearly it really everybody understand and touches your heart Mm-hmm. So when I was teenage, I used to uh, re- uh, listen to the radio dramas, 
every week there was a in radio pakistan they used to broadcast drama series called studio number no so it was only 50 minutes dramas every week so i i remember i used to take a small transistor radio in my bed because i was not allowed to listen loudly because nobody was interested in the, in home to listen to the dramas or because they don't understand what i'm doing mm. so i just take it in my bed close to my ear listen to all the dramas how they pronounce the words how their words are going up and down which way they are expressing what the sound effects is so this was something i was never understood and when i introduced to poetry then it really helped me i said wow this is a completely new new world Mm-hmm. and uh, and that's how i created a hobby that okay this really give me satisfaction inner satisfaction actually that when i listen to beautiful poetry or beautiful writing it's really give me uh, really i mean i don't know how to explain but really is good satisfaction yeah mm-hmm. and then and you've also like connected with people through your poetry like i know you have you like will write and share through whatsapp like some of your reflections you recited at like um my brother's wedding like you've recited in different spaces at yeah. home um w- when did you start reciting and like um what do you enjoy about connecting with people through reciting yeah actually what happened uh, it was in 19 if i'm not mistaken around 1967 around yeah there is a organization called 67 or 65 something organization called halqai ahbab in karachi mm-hmm. actually this organization is built by few like minded uh, youth because what was happening that this youth was getting together after every asar sala and uh, first we play volleyball in our mosque uh, ground and after asar we go to a small place we just rented a small room and there we read different books loudly to each other mm-hmm. one one boy bring one book somebody brings so we practice you know sometimes religious sometimes political sometimes is that when you just realize that yeah. oh, i really like reading so then we start so yeah halqa ibab was the first milestone for me and then after that there's other thing uh, organization open they call it uh, okhai women youth services they used to conduct every year a debate so i participated in debates and alhamdulillah the first debate they con- they, uh, they conducted i got second prize mashallah and i was surprised and i was happy because my papa was there and he was very proud that my son got this prize and uh, i can see tears in the eyes when i got the prize because he was not expecting that i will get this prize so it was big achievement for me that time and from then after this debate the chief guest was karachi uh, university's vice chancellor dr manzoor ahmed so he called me over and he gave me say so okay son you done a very good job and i suggest you to read some more books and some more this thing and he give me few names of books to read it and uh, 
that gave me very much encouragement. I said, okay, that I will go for this thing. So slowly, slowly, I start creating this habit of you know, Udu reading, and reading like. and poetry and everything. Yeah, that's nice. Um, and and so you have like I know when you're speaking Urdu, it's like a whole other personality. You're like there's a lot of jokes and it's playful and and things like that. And but you like live in Vancouver where you're primarily living in English. And so do you like how does your personality change from Urdu to English? Okay, luckily what happened, I'm very thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I met very good speaking people, Urdu speaking people here in Vancouver. And uh, we created a small Urdu society here as well. I was very active in beginning, but then as the time passed by, I was not so much active. But uh, still I'm in contact with all people. And these people, we are now because of new technology and uh, WhatsApp group. So we have WhatsApp groups. Uh, we exchange our views over the WhatsApp. And uh, you'll be surprised. We have about uh, over 35 to 40 people on this WhatsApp broadcast. Mm -hmm. So whenever we... Because I have this habit of writing uh, uh, diary. Mm -hmm. Whatever I feel every day, I just write down a few lines what I've thought about this day. And then that diary helped me to write something more about myself or my surrounding, how I feel about it. And then I exchange with my friends and they exchange with me their thoughts. And then I exchange this thing with the family members in Karachi or England or Africa, wherever they are. Good, yeah. But how does your personality change from Urdu to English? Like, because you're still keeping these kind of... Um, well, English is, English is my second language, but... Uh, second or third language what you said <laughs> but uh, I, English I have to speak because I have to survive here yeah but Urdu is, I try my best to always keep myself in Urdu uh, but somehow it's very hard because by business interaction everything is in English even in the family inside also in English so and if I speak in Urdu in family I find it that people mostly they are listening. <laughs> so we're not so responding back in not, Urdu. Yeah, so then I say, oh, that if I speak in Urdu, they will mostly listening. So they won't, I won't know what they're thinking. Yeah. So then I can switch back to English. Did you find way, it strange when we respond back in English, and you're speaking in Urdu? In the beginning, yeah, I was finding it a bit uh, difficult, but then now I'm used to it. Okay. Yeah. Whenever I want to change the channel, I mean. Switching the channel Urdu to English, English to Urdu, fine. There's no problem. I know you've read some of the same books and poems over time. So um, do you find when you read the same book over several years that like your understanding of that book and that author changes depending on if you're like, you know, a dad versus a grandparent versus like yeah, luckily, 40 or 50 or older? Yeah, luckily in Urdu poetry, because you can the same thing the poet talking about one person, it can relate to so many people, you know. Mm. There is no age limit to any poetry because you can, sometimes you think the poet is talking about his uh, beloved one. But the same thing you can relate to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mm -hmm. or you can relate to your spouses. I mean, you, it's up to you how you relate that thing, how this thing touches you. I mean, I remember 
high school we used to read very old poetry by nazir akbar abadi is a his poetry is over 100 years old but if i read just now to you it relate to you is if something is happening just now yeah like i just read some small poetry from his uh, he call it uh, his poetry is called uh, uh, i think is called it banjara like his in this poetry urdu is very old one but still you get the uh, what he want to say most is talking about that whatever you do in this world everything you have to leave behind but the way he says we remember in uh, i used to like it quite a bit in school he says sab thaat pada reh jayega sab thaat pada reh javega jab laad chalega banjara kuch kaam na aavega tere ye lal zamarud simo zar jo punji baat mein bikhregi जो पूंजी बात में बिखरेगी फिर आन बने जान ऊपर नक्कार नौबत बान निशान दौलत हशमत फौजे ने लचकर क्या मसनत तकिया मल्क मकान क्या चौकी कुर्सा तख्त छपड़ सब ठाट पड़ा रह जाएगा जब लात चलेगा बंजारा टाइम कम्स फॉर यू टू लीव दर्ल्ड अचीव don't be foolish with yourself that i got so much achievement here and there right so the destination is this that whatever you achieve if you are not uh, aware of that you should always be aware of your destination where you're heading to okay good lesson so poetry has been part of how you've kind of understood your religion as well and, yeah, yeah. and become part but then uh, on the love side i like the poetry by ahmed faraz and when i took in my teenage the love poetry really i said wow whenever thinking about the love about love or something his poetry really get my attention for example recently i was reading one poetry uh, by ahmed faraz there's a lot of good poetry was him but this this one is about is talking about to his beloved one that now the time is changed that now the promises which i made you need an urdu i can just yeah, yeah. let me read urdu okay. he says poetry is tajdeed e wafa he says ab ke tajdeed e wafa ka nahi imkaan jana ab ke tajdeed e wafa ka nahi imkaan jana yaad kya tujhko dilaye tera paima jana yun hi mausam ki ada dekh ke yaad aaya hai किस कदर जल्द बदल जाते हैं इंसान जाना जिंदगी तेरी अता थी सो तेरे नाम की है हमने जैसे भी बसर की तेरा एहसान जाना दिल ये कहता है कि शायद हो फसुर्दा तू भी दिल ये कहता है कि शायद हो फसुर्दा तू भी दिल की क्या बात करें दिल तो है नादा जाना अव्वल अव्वल की मोहब्बत के नशे याद तो कर अव्वल अव्वल की मोहब्बत के नशे याद तो कर बेपिए भी तेरा चेहरा था गुलस्ता जाना आखिर आखिर तो ये आलम है कि अब होश नहीं 
रगे मीना सुलग उठी के रगे जान जाना मुद्दतों से यही आलम न तवक्को न उम्मीद मुद्दतों से यही आलम न तवक्को न उम्मीद दिल पुकारे ही चला जाता है जाना जाना अब के कुछ ऐसी सजी महफिले यारा जाना सर्ब जानू है कोई सर्ब गरीबा जाना हर कोई अपनी ही आवाज से कांप उठता है हर कोई अपनी ही आवाज से कांप उठता है हर कोई अपने ही साए से हरासा जाना जिसको देखो वही जंजीर बपा लगता है शहर का शहर हुआ दाखिले जिंदा जाना is continue you want to continue no no it's okay it's okay. yeah it's good to know it's it's that's really lovely and then just a, kind of a last couple of questions is um i know right now you write on your a lot of things on your phone and you'll share it with others but before i remember you used to like sit in the living room and you'd have a very nice fountain pen and you would really focus on your writing to make sure it's as beautiful as possible um what do you like about the actual writing of urdu that's important yeah actually i used to love writing urdu what happened was the i left pakistan quite early around 1978 those days there was no internet there was no whatsapp there was no facebook so the communicating with the family especially with my mom and dad the only mean of communication was either i write letters or i call them now calling was quite difficult those days first of all my parents never have the phone line in their home because in pakistan those days is very is challenging to have a phone line in your home second thing was even if they have phone lines is very expensive to call from overseas to pakistan so the only economical means and the best means to write to them so i made a habit of just writing them every week a letter mm. i know they are not able to write me back but i is my duty as a elder son i used to write to them so when i start writing to them so i decided why just i write about how i am or how i am doing this and this is a normal thing because most people say oh yeah how are you doing salam to this salam to that and this weather is good or how's your kid our we are fine so i said this is very quite a boring thing then i remember famous poet of urdu ghalib i was reading ghalib then i come across the letter written by ghalib and ghalib is 100 year over 100 years period but his letters still is a for urdu literature is a big asset actually so the way ghalib write urdu letters he never start with the how are you what is he just start straight with the main topic okay so you he just captured the reader from the beginning attention you know so i said wow this is good i he just start the letter just from the beginning the right to the topic in between he talk about how are you but not in the fig- and he ends very different way so i like the writing of ghalib i said wow this is the way i can imitate in my writing 
in a modern way. Mm. So I start writing to my mom and dad in the same way and they start liking it. And once every week they are getting one of my letter and whenever they don't get it, they get upset. Why are the letters not there? Because they know there's <coughs> a lot of flavors there. Mm-hmm. So I talk to them about so many things, not about my surrounding, but so many other things. In this way, by writing to them, I created a habit of writing a every day, uh, diary. Mm-hmm. The diary was my personal thoughts about things which I can't discuss with anybody else because everybody got likes and dislikes. So diary gave me the other approach to express my own feeling to myself. Okay. So when I come back to my diary after a few years, then when I read again, I say, wow, as if I put the time in a time capsule. Right. And it, it gave me the idea how to move forward. Mm-hmm. So that's how my Urdu start or writing start in better and better. But then, as the technology come in, this little writing was hardly anybody writes letter <laughs> these days. Now everybody is using WhatsApp, Instagram, Facebook, this thing. So I start Facebook in the beginning. It was very early stage. But Facebook mostly about the faces and the videos. Then start, I thought about start blog, but blog was not not taking my attention because I want to say something on personal level to my loved one, not mm. to the whole world, but loved one or to myself. Mm. The WhatsApp really gave me the good uh, way of expressing myself. So I stole Urdu fonts in my WhatsApp. And I got about over 40, 50 people in my WhatsApp broadcast list. I don't have any group. I got a broadcast list. <laughs> so I just write one subject and there's a broadcast to about 40, 50 people. Most people are Sumun, Bukmun, Umun. They don't reply. <laughs> so they just they say, oh, yeah, it's good. They, in their heart, they say it's good. They keep it aside. Yeah, it's good. But they hardly say, or oh, they say, nice or short. But there are few friends, the few, say about 10, 15 people, they always comment on it. And their comments are really encouraging and very helpful to me. And they are the one still give me the energy to keep me going. Mm. And it's also, I mean, now it's become a hobby. And now if I don't write it, I mean, the day I don't write it, I feel something is missing. So I write every day now. But you also like you care about the pen, you care about the paper, you care yeah, like you yeah, go to the yeah. library and you'd say they haven't invested in good Urdu books. Look at the quality of the paper. Yeah. That matters, right? Yeah, always I was, you know, whenever I visiting Karachi, I always bring at least five to ten books. And I was surprised to see the such a good Urdu books are printed in such a bad paper and bad writing, you know. So if the book is not in a good writing, how can you restart, I mean, feel like reading it? Mm. And unfortunately, but then I, in, here in Vancouver Library, Osai Library, few times I request them to buy good books and they they got in a good selection here. But unfortunately, the people here, even Pakistani, even, they don't take the Urdu books from the library. So what is happening? 
the library themselves as well, they don't invest more in Urdu books. Mm. Because I ask my so many friends, even if you don't read it, just go to library, just take the book. Even if you don't read it, at least they know somebody's taking the book and yeah. reading back. So somehow we have Urdu books in library, but we are not getting any new newer editions or new. Well, thank you so much for your time. And I guess just to close off, um, I'd love it if you read one of your own pieces that, um, that yes, everyone can kind of hear a little bit of your WhatsApp reflections. Well, I, there's so many poetries here, but uh, the thing which I most like is Allah Iqbal's Shikwa Jawab. Oh, no, one of yours. Yeah, let me see if I can open my diary, if I have a page from my diary or something, you know. Then I can... Yeah, it's a few days back I wrote this one. Uh, I think I wrote on April 1st. Yeah, Har Subah Har Subah Jine Ka Naya Sabak Padha Jati Hai Har Subah Jine Ka Naya Sabak Padha Jati Hai Vancouver Mein Easter Ki Teen Din Ki Tatilat Hai Mujhe Is Tarah Ki Long Weekend Ka Intazar Rehta Hai Zindagi Kitni Hi Munazzam Or Nafis Ho Jai लेकिन बाज औकात दिल की आवाज पर अपने पसंदीदा मशागिर की जानिब चल पड़ता हूं आज भी ऐसा ही हुआ मैं घर की स्टडी में कोई किताब तलाश कर रहा था कि शेल्फ से मेरी डायरी फर्श पर गिर पड़ी झुककर डायरी को उठाया देखा मैंने पहला सफा खोलकर देखा तो दो दहाइयों पीछे चला गया मैं जिंदगी की कुछ बातों की तौजी नहीं कर पाता लेकिन यही बातें अहम होती हैं उस सफे पर बशीर बदर साहब के चंद अशार लिखे हुए थे जो इंसानी कैफियत की अक्कासी करते हैं लोग टूट जाते हैं एक घर बनाने में लोग टूट जाते हैं एक घर बनाने में तुम तरस नहीं खाते बस्तियां जलाने में हर धड़कते पत्थर को लोग दिल समझते हैं हर धड़कते पत्थर को लोग दिल समझते हैं उम्रें बीत जाती हैं दिल को दिल बनाने में Wow. Thank you, Abu. That was really nice. Jazakallah khair for your time. I know you're fasting today and I'm sure your throat is tired, um, but I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Mashallah. Jazakallah khair.